You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Station. Station. And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. On this Sunday, August 7th of 2022, you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the somewhat reduced Radio TFI streaming network from the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And over, over there, about over a thousand miles over there in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only, the incomparable Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Welcome aboard to uh, to my half birthday. Yay! Oh, geez, and I had you know what? And I didn't do it. My half birthday. <laughs> John's half birthday is John's half. Who the hell celebrates half birthdays? Five year olds and me. (laughs) That's as bad as, as, oh, it's my birth week. Oh, it's my birth month. My birth month. Yeah, that's the one that gets me. It's, uh, yeah, that was my excuse in my 20s. It's my birth year. I'll be partying all year long. Anyway, we trust everybody's had a fine and fantastic week. Uh, I'm sure we got a thing or two to talk about today. John Shannon actually has things written down in a particular order that could just stun the industry, stun the entire uh, uh, rock, rock the core, rock the core of this program. <laughs> I'm telling you, I keep looking back in that picture back there, and I see this. Little gem back here. Yeah, how about that? I got a printer now. I uh, can actually print scripts. I am I am beside myself. I am just... No, I, no actually, right now you're beside me. Oh, wait, confused wait. listener. We're not going to go there, are we? <laughs> are we going to go there? Why not? Why not? Well, you know what we are gonna, where we are going to go right now, don't you? It's John's favorite oh, time of the morning. Here, hold on. Let me let me uh, <laughs> let me take these off here, and <laughs> and away we go. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Half Birthdays. Uber closed the week at thirty-two oh one, up eight thousand fifty-six cents. Lyft closed the week at twenty twenty-eight. Up six dollars and forty-two cents. 
Tesla closed the week at 864, 864.51, down 26.94. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. <sighs> My God, what do you what do you make of that? I think they, that. I, I didn't have time to read the articles, uh, but I do believe they had an influx of money put in. Uh, again, I apologize. I didn't have time to to really uh, go through it. But boy, oh boy, uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised too. To that's one of the biggest jumps that they've had in, geez, months. Yeah. Hey, John, I, I know you don't you don't often uh, are, you don't always do it. Are you looking at at the screen right now? Yes. Okay. Are you seeing any problems with your camera? No. Uh, we seem to be having a problem. What I, I don't I don't know if this is correct or not. Should that uh, your your image looks a little. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was going to put bring that up in in uh, in our number uh, oh, our get, number two. Oh, we got a story. Yeah, we got to start the, all that. We got to start that in hour one because you want to explain to the radio folks what we just saw. Okay, well, no, that was not. There was not a beached whale reported in uh, in St. Paul here. Uh, it's. It's just, just little old me. Well, not so little old me. <laughs> For those of you listening and not actually viewing, it's a it's a picture of young Mister John Q. Shannon standing in a swimming pool, uh, hand, fist balled up on uh, on on his hips in his best superhero pose in just his bathing trunks, and it was uh, quite the eye opener. Let me tell you what. Not that I have anything to be proud of in a bathing suit, but. Which Ed, I got it. I got to tell you. Yeah. We we can go in this real quick. I cannot. I put it up on Twitter. Yes, you did. I cannot. I cannot believe the responses that I picked up. Now I did throw in there. I said, you know, fun at the fun at the pool. Uh, spare me the fat jokes. I've heard them all before. Which mm-hmm. you know, I I have been of extra girth for <laughs> you've been a boys husky <laughs> yes yeah matter of fact i remember my parents picking me uh when we, they'd shop for my clothes at sears and husky look for huskies that's yes right. indeed that's right aside a, a aside stories to the side stories uh some of the costume people that i work with i'll tease them i'll walk into their 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 trailer and i'll say oh well, you got anything on a boys husky and a lot of them haven't heard that term before <laughs> But anyway, anyway, so John's there in his uh, husky bathing trunks. Go on. No, I've and I've heard all the fat jokes that anybody you know. I've heard them. I heard them when I was a kid. I uh-huh. heard them. Uh, social media. I tell you, if you start, it's it's funny when you when you jump into uh, the truth social end. Everyone's. Oh, I like yeah. to go do that every once in a while. I know you because do. I know you do. And uh, well, that's their that's their first retort. Right, that is first thing they go for. And I am not. I'm going to be the last person to all of a sudden throw back size shaming. But have you seen what uh, floats around in (laughs) Trump rallies? Look, unfortunately, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Instead of making a cohesive, valid argument to support their point. They tell you how fat you are, how ugly you are, yeah. how, how big your nose is. Okay, that may very well be, but it still doesn't change the, the point that you're an idiot. 
I may be fat, but you're stupid, and I don't see any help for that. I can lose weight. You can- <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so I've done my thing now. I've I've fat shamed you with technology. I was I was gonna put I was eventually gonna post it, but uh, yeah, but not as cleverly uh, as I did. <laughs> good, good job, sir. Thank you. Good job. Oh boy, I feel so excited. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. I wanted, to, I wanted to tag something onto the market watch because it's one of those. Uh, for those who are are just joining us, uh, we actually started our little venture here over five years ago. Five and a couple half. of five and a half. Oh, you're we're counting half years on this now too. Huh? We're in year six. How about that? We're in year six. <laughs> we uh, of the mildly popular taxi stand hour, but. <laughs> We uh, started this as a couple of old cab drivers bitching and kvetching about Uber. Yeah. We're in Lyft. I remember that. And as it got, as time went on, you know, we just wound up talking about the same old stuff over and over again. So we did branch out. And of course, Mm -hmm. Trump made. uh, Trump oh, made for God. kind of the low fruit, if you will, uh, was, for picking up a to- uh, topic. Uh, it was subject too matter. easy. It was too easy. It really was. But so, but today I actually have a little bit of an Uber story. Get out of Dodge. Uh, I, I do an anti Uber story, personal experience. Oh, had, la- had, a, had a lady picked up last week in a. Uh, now keep in mind, I don't. My car is not a marked taxi. Has nothing. There is nothing on that car of mine that would tell you that I am a taxi cab, other than the fact that a lot of people in Minneapolis rep, uh, recognize Transportation Plus as what used to be known as Airport Taxi. Uh, woman calls us for service. She waits an inordinate amount of time. Uh, she's having drivers that are that are refusing to. You know, refusing to get the ride, they get the ride on their on their screen. They kick it back. They don't want it. Uh, by the way, this is nothing. This is nothing new in this industry. Uber drivers do it all the time if they don't like what an what, what an order looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the woman in the car. Nice enough. Nice enough woman. She's talking about now. I'm going to be late for work and da 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 da. So, uh, I. Had to, I had to give her the skinny. I had to tell her the truth. I said, ma'am, you understand that the city of Minneapolis went from, literally went from over 500 plus cars on the street, just city licensed cars, mm-hmm. to less than 20 for one reason. For one reason. And that is because Uber and Lyft were given carte blanche to come in this city, completely disrupt. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, I feel that we didn't have it as bad as they had it in other cities where medallions were actually worth something like in New York City. Oh, we're we, not, we're not going to go into those stories. Let's. Uh, but I, so I told her, I said, that's why we are not, you know, and we have our company has enough business with the with our contract work with our school transportation with our uh, medical transportation other 
types of uh, contract work. We don't need, I hate to say it, we don't need... The on-demand. The on-demand service, exactly. Uh, and a lot of them are, you know... Look, I feel bad about that because, look... Well, John, I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to stop you for a second. Why is it everybody keeps turning down her call? Because, for one thing, she's only going... Literally, only going about eight blocks. The only reason oh. she can't... The only reason she can't... Um, I don't even think it was eight blocks. The only reason that she can't walk is because she's got something relatively heavy to carry. Okay, but... I And I'm going to interrupt here. Look, I'll be the first one to say, and nobody, nobody likes to do those short rides. That being said, because you don't want to, is not a good reason to turn. This is how Uber and Lyft got their foot in the door, because people have been fed up with... Because we, we were so full of ourselves... Because we didn't think we'd ever be replaced. I I totally agree with you. you. Know, I totally so, agree with look, you. Look, I didn't like doing those rides any more than anybody else. Don't don't misunderstand me. But to have a company allow that to happen, guys just turning it down and turning it down. Well, but here's the thing. We are no I'm not a Minneapolis licensed taxi. Okay. I'm not I'm under no obligation and a lot of those other guys, I think our company right now has five Minneapolis licensed cars. Okay. When we used to have, I think, close to 100 right. Minneapolis licensed cars. Yeah, we have five. And and so most of our drivers just don't feel obligated to deal with it. We no. still take orders because, quite frankly, look, I, I, I'm not stupid. Taxi drivers are the biggest cherry pickers you ever want no to meet. No question. If that woman would have been going down to the casino and spending $60 you on the bet, ride, they'd have been lining up to take the You better take. believe so it. I, now, now, let me ask. I, I, I got to kind of get into minutiae because I want to wrap my head around whatever the finish of this story is. Uh, so are they getting the call and then blowing it off? Or do they see where it is? Can they see the call at first before they accept it or commit to it? Or are they committing to it then throwing it back? Usually what happens is is the GPS that <laughs> catches them. Uh, they don't know what type of an order it is when it's being offered. Yeah, that's, a, that's what we used to be, too. They know the general area, uh -huh. but it'll just say call in XYZ area. And so anyways... I was feeling really sorry for this woman until the point in time where she said, well, normally I would call Uber, but for this ride, Uber charges $10. Well, there you go. Then then get out. <laughs> I bit my tongue. I, I, was, I was very diplomatic. I was very nice about it. Uh -huh. But I, I said, I, I, I told her, I said, listen, um, you understand that that Uber driver that picks you up makes less for that ten dollar out of that ten dollar run than I do mm. when you're paying me five dollars to go to. Right. Uh, but you know they don't care about that. No, kind of stuff. no, and they shouldn't care. I mean, well, anyway, uh, back in the day when 
my old business partner and I, we bought an independent cab company. We had 11 cabs. We were the smallest. No, we, we weren't even the smallest company in the county, but we were close. <clears throat> so, I mean, we were doing about 100 calls a day. Uh, Sundays, we would get this call from this gentleman every Sunday. And he was just going to church. It was a $3 ride. Now, mind you, during most of the year, this was also in the middle of cruise ship time. When we had hotels calling us, they were calling everybody. You know, we had a couple of hotels. You know, so my guys, my Sunday morning guys, were just, you know, desperately trying to get back and forth for these $40 rides. So, and I would have to fight and scrape and scrimp to get somebody to pick this guy up. And then I found out what was going on. Six days a week, whatever he had to do, he rode with another company that was our mortal enemy, if you will. And I won't go into that whole story. This is not the big company, but uh, he says, yeah, and on Sundays, I, I just, since I'm only going to church, I, I like to use you guys. That's that's what it turned out. So when he called one Sunday, I you know I knew exactly who he was. Uh, I happened to be I had the Sunday morning dispatch shift. Oh, good morning, sir. How are you? Yeah, so I said I know who you are. I know your address. I said, and I asked him about it, and he confirmed it. He says, Oh yeah, I I I like to give you guys a little bit of the business. I said, Well, I I'll tell you what. I here's here's what I would appreciate if you want to give us a call Monday all week, we'd be happy to service you. We will be there with bells on. Uh, and including Sundays. But if you're just going to use this, I said, I'm sorry, sir. I'm going to have to ask you to call the other company on Sundays as well. <laughs> please, please. My yeah, guys. There's not anything wrong with that. You're, you're not a regular customer, and I'm pulling guys off of $40 fares for your $3 ride. And and they're hating me for it, and justifiably so. Justifiably so. I mean, we some of these guys had, had gone out of their way to set up certain hotels to call us first and that's all we ever asked our hotels to do call us first if we can't get there do what you got to do but call us first and we'll so you know and they hustled to uh you know they take the people to to the port and then hustle back deadhead back and uh you know they could do pretty good in a couple three four hours uh, but then you'd get these you know like i said if it was just a normal customer calling us i would never say that i went after I, I cherished every customer we had, but this guy, oh man, sorry, dude. Because actually, yeah. I, actually, the owner of the company, and again, there's a story I'll tell one day of the other company, uh, Nitwit Bonner, uh, had told them specifically, oh, call Central Cab. They love doing those short rides. Anyway, I understand what I understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah, no, the the uh, the people don't. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I lost. I got lost in my own story. People, that's okay. Just it's it's to the point where look, we don't. This industry right now, you decided to thumb your nose. That's right. At the taxi industry for this shiny, this cute little puppy, this cute little puppy. Oh oh oh, he's so cute. We're gonna start. We're gonna go with him. Fuck you, cab drivers. Um. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. It took you so long, damn it. <laughs> no, that, but that's the mentality. And so now we found, we have found, actually to tell you the truth, 
we found our puppy now. Okay. Now, and we have discovered that this puppy doesn't piss and shit on the, on the carpet. Okay. Now, here's what I'm going to say to you. I agree with you 100%. But that being said, this is what got us in trouble in the first place as an industry. We got too big for our britches. Uh, you have to go after the work. Look, we were high and mighty. We have, as an industry, have been humbled. The industry is starting to come back. Uh, and there's a lot of places, the cab business is getting stronger and stronger. But we have to learn from what just happened. Excuse me, what we went through. In that, we can't take our customers for granted. Okay? Like it or not, some of them are a pain. There's no question about it. Some of them are real jerks. But you know what? We got a lot of drivers out there. Remember, John, guys like you and I, the career guys, the guys who are going to do this in, until they pry our hands off the steering wheel. Well, at least that was my plan. Uh, relatively few in number. It's a very transient business as far as the drivers are concerned. And you know that as well. Absolutely. You know, you know how, many, how many drivers that you trained are still around it's hard to tell but it's, you know but my point being is that people come and go in this industry it pre-uber it was always a tough business and i used to tell new drivers would come they're looking for a cab to lease and when the company was full they'd send them to me and uh i would always tell a new driver you got to give it two weeks i said the first week don't look to make money. Just, you know, just go out. You got to learn. Yes, it's going to cost you money. That's that's the sad part of this business. But that being said, give it two weeks. I saw plenty of guys quit after an hour or two. You know, F this. I'm, you know. Or, and, of course, there was always the classic back in the radio days. Uh, there's a story that went around, whether it actually happened or not. The story about the rookie who went out on his first day, and this is when we were on radio, and you had, you know, you had to answer on a stand. The dispatcher would call the name of a stand, and you had to answer with your cab number. And uh, after being trained, they'd sit there. I may, I didn't make any money today. Why not? They never called my number. <laughs> and again, nobody knows if it ever really happened, but that was the story that everybody heard. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's tough for new guys, especially especially back in the day when we did radio dispatch and you'd have some grumpy ex or current driver, veteran driver behind the microphone who just hates the world, hates the world. And, uh, oh, you're fresh meat. Oh, I'm going to take it out on you today. You know, you can't make mistakes and you're, you know, you're hung out to drive. But it was a tough business. It was always baptism by fire. Uh, not only did I get stolen from by the dispatcher and his buddies my first night, but I still made 35 bucks for myself. I don't know how, but I did after expenses, after leasing the car, after gas and, and all that. Uh, but it's a tough, tough business. And most people don't stay. It was very easy to tell where I was in Broward County by our hack numbers. I got my hack license in 1985. 84, 85, and my number was 8976. When I left, before they screwed up the count, 
<clears throat> the hack numbers were in the 41,000s, 42,000s. That's how many people had come. You know, uh, 30 some odd thousand people in between me and the last guy. And there weren't 30 some odd thousand people driving cabs and limos in Broward County. They come, they go. There were uh, three guys in my training class when I trained with Yellow Cab back uh, in the prehistoric days. And only two of us made it past the first year. And I was the only one that lasted 30, well, I lasted 34 years. Okay, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number if you want to uh, call in. You can also uh, uh, send us a text as well. We accept texts. Uh, we, uh, we realize we lost our we lost our Facebook feed, so uh, we have to be a little bit more creative when it comes to uh, taking comments. You can also uh, send a tweet at Taxi Stand Hour at John Radio TFI and okay, at Ed Radio TFI. So, also, what's the what's the what's the other way to contact us? Come on, you know. Oh, oh you know what? I guess if you're calling from a payphone, you can always call collect Adam if Ford. you can find one. Uh, we didn't say it was easy, but if you're at a at a payphone, as always, please call collect. So there's a lot of different ways we can go right now. I want to, however, I think I want to go in this direction. Um, Alex of course, Jones. over over the last, uh, should we do Alex first? Yeah, we can talk about. Yeah, Alex because first. yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, so. It was discovered now that Alex Jones has been ordered to pay. Uh, I have the notes. I have the notes. Believe it or not, I know 45, it. <laughs> Forty-five million dollars plus. It was. Four, I think it was like forty-five point <clears throat> two. Not mistaken. It was four point one million on the uh, compensatory damages, and forty-four point something on the punitive. Totals up to just shy of fifty million dollars. And of course, the one thing that I speculated right off the right off the top was they're not going to get it. They're not going to see a penny of that. It's <clears throat> excuse me. Well, first off, keep in mind he's got two or three more defamation trials coming up. These are not the only Sandy Hook parents that sued him, and with each successive trial, it's just going to be easier and easier and easier. If they go to trial at all. Remember, he sat there. Oh, no. No text messages. No text messages. And uh, lo and behold, it was a beautiful moment. I was watching it live when the when the lawyer had him on the stand. Basically saying, are you sure? Is this where you want to go? You know, do you know what perjury is? And then. I love that line. That was great. And then dropped, you know, he dropped the bombshell on him. Meanwhile, Jones's lawyer is sitting there like, uh, you know, okay, well, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, and, uh, you know. So he'll have his problems there. But but that's that's not going to come into the appeal. You can't, have, you can't uh, have it overturned on ineffective counsel in a civil trial. In a, in a criminal trial, you can, but not in a civil trial. So... All this stuff that was on his phone, and you know, 
the judge admonished him numerous times before he got up on the stand with the Perry Mason moment about lying. We've uh, you, you've been admonished numerous times. I have to tell you again, you know, you you have to tell the truth. Now, he gets up there. Okay, it was a hundred percent true. Keep in mind, he goes right out the door and does his radio and internet gig, swearing up and down how it's all fixed, it's rigged, and you know he's right back into it. So, the lawyer for the plaintiffs was a hundred percent correct in the closing. In the closing, you have to essentially kill this at the root. You have to take everything from him, so he doesn't get up and do this again. It was bad enough these poor people lost their little boy, and all the other Sandy Hook parents. And then to have this clown on the air going on, riling up the, the rest of the nitwits that that listen and follow to him, follow him. My God, suck him dry for everything he's got, including the hairs in his beard, as far as I'm concerned. You well, know, if he's know, planning. You know, you look a little like uh, Alex Jones. You know what? You look like this mole that's growing on my foot right now. So. Well, and and damn proud of it, I might add. <laughs> hey, um, if they plan on paying this and not trying to find a way to weasel out of it, because I'm still not convinced that that's not going to be the route. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have already got the at the info at the Infowars uh, studio. We've already got the sign we'll do whatever for for money here and uh, doing the uh, top begging at this uh, uh, juncture is one uh, Roger Stone oh geez Alex Jones is a good and decent man he's a God-fearing Christian uh, he's done more for this movement than perhaps anyone you can name and right now he needs our support there's a place at the Infowars store where you can go just to make a contribution if you're not in the market for a book or one of his great products, there's a link where you can just send a. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. So, so now we got we got the sign. We got the can out here. We are we are starting to look to try to collect some change. You know what pains me? You know where that Batman villain is recording that from? Uh, isn't that from Fort Lauderdale? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, city-wise. Okay. Yeah, he, he lives in Fort Lauderdale. That pains me. Yeah, so, so, now, so now, you know, they'll all be out there. Oh, Alex Jones, he's this, he's that, he's the other thing. He, he's, he's a lion creep who, uh, who riles these people up. And uh, I, it just... I, I was so rooting. I, I was I, I was so thrilled to be watching this, and then I, watching him get caught in this in this uh, as he called it. Oh, you got your Perry Mason moment now, uh, and to see his attorney sit there and do nothing, and say nothing, and had the opportunity, and now of course you know where all these text messages are heading. <laughs> the January sixth, right over to January sixth. January sixth, and other law enforcement. So this this is the can of worms uh, that's been opened now, and this this should be good, uh, you know. But 
time times are running out. We've only got a couple of months before exactly. primaries and whatnot. So, unfortunately, Carrie Lake uh, won the Republican primary in Arizona. Uh, apparently, the Democrats' plan is to is to push for all the wackos to win and and hope we do That's well a against scary them. Scary battle plan. That's so, a real scary battle plan. Very scary. Very scary. Uh, Speaking of January sixth, uh, I I came to this conclusion this week. I I I love Dick Cheney. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Oh well, I I understand. I, I'm, it'll, it'll, it'll... I never thought I'd be a fan of Dick, and and now it turns out I I want I want more Dick. This is well, Cheney who. who... Who am I? Who am I to not oblige you? Here we in go. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it. He knows it. And deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution. So many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. Well, and at the end, it's a time I'm Liz Cheney, and I endorse. I approve this, this message. I, approve I, I will say one thing, and I hadn't noticed it the first couple of times I watched it, as I became enamored with Dick. I never liked Dick. I hated Dick. But I got to tell you something. This is enjoyable to watch. Let me get it right out there in the open when it you comes like, to Liz. Cheney. You like Dick too? Well. If I had, if I, if I'm sitting here with a gun to my head, telling me I had to either support Dick Cheney or Donald Trump, I'm going, I'm going for Dick Cheney 10, 10 out of eleven times. Because who doesn't like Dick over Trump? Well, that's just that's just it. The one uh, hold before you go any further, I want to say, and I I didn't realize it the first couple of times I watched that, but as I'm sitting here with the setup that we have, and I have the monitor directly in front of me, I notice Cheney's eyes, Dick Cheney's eyes, never veer from the camera. It is a dead cold steel look, looking right through you. And mm -hmm. uh, look, he's her dad. He's he's all everything Dick Cheney is. And I am happy that Liz Cheney is standing up for herself and standing up for what is right. That being said, remember, kids and kittens, 96% of the time she voted with Trump. And she's still uh, one of these lunatic uh, uh, Republicans. Uh, so, you know, let's enjoy the fact that she's doing what she's doing uh, for January 6th. But it's not going to change anything. Let's keep something in mind. We're ta we're talking about Wyoming here. Yes. I don't even know if there's any if there's any Democrats in Wyoming. I think true. there's a couple. Yeah. Uh, well, if they, if they if there are, please stand up. 
you know, here's the deal. No, I'm not. I'm not a Liz Cheney fan. You are not. I'm not a Liz Cheney fan. But you know what? what? I admire her for her political courage. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's what I was just saying. I. Good for her. She's I, doing I, the right I, thing. She's doing her job. Okay. Yeah. Because believe it or not, kids and kittens, when they go to Congress, it's supposed to be about representing the people. Right. Not not the demigod uh, with the bad toupee. Okay. Uh, well, well, it's... Look, I am really... Uh, Look, I don't want to sound overly dramatic with any of this, but you know, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Let me show. Let me play this video here real quick, and I'll I'll go with it after that. This is uh, this is um, come on, you can Marjorie do it. Taylor Green. I know I can. This is Marjorie Taylor Green. John's uh, girlfriend. Sounding like a few, yeah, right. Sounding like a few other uh, prominent uh, people. Uh, from the past. We need to be the party of nationalism, and I'm a Christian, and I say it proudly. I am a Christian, and I'm not ashamed to say it. We should be Christian nationalists. A Christian nation. The church is supposed to um, direct government, not the opposite. Christianity is the underpinning of this country, our moral strength, our government rights and responsibilities. We were founded by very strong Christians. These were men of faith. Every sign of our Declaration of Independence was, in fact, a Christian. Anti-racist is a whole weird ideology that, quite frankly, tries to make white people second-class citizens. White Americans are being treated as second-class citizens. There are now two standards of justice. The dual system of justice. They care more about the illegal immigrants at the border than they do the American people. They're giving out handouts to them. Our country just don't care about us Americans. It's all about a handout to all the illegal immigrants. The foreign-born population is now growing by 132,000 people every month. The non-whites are reproducing rapidly. If we continue on this trajectory, eventually there will be no more native-born Americans. Our people literally are an endangered species. Our people are having few children. We've got to start protecting our race. If you're white, you have to go to the back of the line discriminating against white people. There is racial discrimination going on right now in this country against massive numbers of white Americans. How precisely is diversity our strength? So how is diversity our strength? And I'll point out, listen, the Democrats are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. There you go. You almost got me. You almost got me. Like an, old, like an old surprise at the end there, like a, like a little muffin for me. Just, uh, just the, by the way, kudos on your segues. They're getting much, much better. You're, you're, well, you're, you're, you're merging into them now much, much better. Thank you very much. But getting, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I get a kick out of this. We're, we're a, a, a white Christian nation. No, we're not. No, we're not. And uh, if you look at that little annoying document, uh, that we have uh, separation of church and state. It's a thing. It's a thing. There's, there's a couple of things that really get me, though, here, especially about with uh, MTG calling calling for uh, a Christian nationalism. I, I want you to to take a look at uh, take a look at her prof or her 
whole spiel about nationalism. And then I want you to uh, Google or wiki Nazism. They are very, very similar uh, to... Uh, it's, it's scary how similar the this this movement is and what what MTG is basically and what these other people around we're gonna fight for God we're gonna fight we're gonna fight for Jesus and and this and that we're going we're gonna make America 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 great uh hey listen I got a uh, we got a call. No. So I'm gonna. I don't have to worry about screening. I'm just gonna go ahead and answer it. Uh, so just give me a second here. You have to push the buttons. Yeah, I know. I gotta push the button. There he is, Mister Fancher. How are you? I. You thought you could put up the face of Cancun Cruise and not get a response from me? <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, sir. Yes, I, I figured today's as good a day as any, though, bitch. Yeah, well, tur turn down whatever you're listening to us on, because we can hear the echo, sir, because we know this is the first time you've called us. I mean, the echo, 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 chamber, chamber, chamber. chamber. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, old friend? I'm hanging in there. I'm still on the green side of the grass and just barely after seeing that picture of Johnny. <laughs> yeah, put me uh, where I need to be. Hey, I understand you palled around with Beto. Yes, a couple of weekends ago, I went to go see Beto in a, a town hall and then got a chance to talk to him. Uh, the, the first thing I, I said to him when, when I walked up to him, I said, uh, Mr. O'Rourke, um, glad to meet you. And I just want to say, damn, you're taller than I thought you were. <laughs> so, well, you have to understand, though, Bill, you have to understand, though, Bill, that... Uh, like I have as well, as I'm <clears throat> all getting up there in about the same age level as you and the other guy there. Uh, as, as we get older, we have a tendency to shrink a little bit. Speak uh, for yourself. Uh, what are you going about? Five, <laughs> seven, five, seven now? Five, eight? Something like that, Bill? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it's as, as tall as they can pile shit, so, you know. <laughs> Tiny. Well, go. I'm dealing with tiny, tiny people here. By the way, Bill, just so you know, I'm six foot two. So, yeah. Well, and yeah, right. And also, I heard you like Dick. I do. <laughs> I do. I didn't know I liked Dick, but now I do. I, I'm I'm fascinated with Dick. Don't you like Dick now? I was still on my damn chair when I heard you say that. <laughs> I, I'm very confused about it, but I like Dick Cheney. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I hear you. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these feelings. <laughs> so anyway, let me get back to Beto. Uh, I was standing there. I talked to him, and I told him, I said, you know, I, I have this cane from serving my country, and my loyalty is to my country. But you, sir, have my respect, and. 
I saw about three or four people that were just nodding their heads up and down. You know, he thanks me for my service. And, you know, and, and I just, I told him, I said, you know, uh, the, he, he was a member of the VA, uh, the board when he was in Congress. And he's one of the things he's running on is, is taking care of us veterans. And I, I told him, I said, you know, I have not been disappointed with the quality of service that I have received through the VA. I said, and, and I thought to myself when I started to say this, uh-oh, not really the good thing to say, but I told him, I said, the problem with it is it sometimes takes an act of Congress <laughs> to be seen, you know, and I got a little bit of a chuckle <clears throat> him for that. And uh, as, as, we, as I was leaving, I asked him if I could ask him one more question, and he said, he said, well, I, well certainly, I said, you know, uh, everybody is talking about the mental health issues with these school shootings. Everything. I get that. I, I understand it. Mental health, you got to be nuts to do what these people are doing anyway. But I said, why is nobody talking about security in these schools? That should, to me, be number one priority issue. And he said, well... We, they will learn security if I get in office. Well, I agree. I agree with you to an extent, but I'm. I also think that if it wasn't so damn easy for these wackadoodles to get these weapons of war, we wouldn't be having this. We wouldn't be having this conversation. You know, what do all oh. these mass shootings have in common? The perpetrator. Was carry was carrying better armament than they carry onto a battlefield for Christ's sake. How well, is that AR fifteen was a battlefield weapon, how, but it was designed for exactly. How is it that we that this is even a logical? The next thing you know, they're going to be one. They're going to be wanting to get the uh, uh, shoulder uh, shoulder uh, uh, rockets ro uh, rocket launchers. RPGs, exactly. Yes, you know, uh, you know. Okay, hey, let's store up a couple nuclear weapons here. Uh, you know that that'll be their next thing. Well, you know, we got the right to bear arms, you know. So, well, uh, well, I, 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 it, it, it and it that kind of leads into the whole conversation about let's arm teachers. Look, first off, you're, you're talking about you're talking about so you want to arm somebody who can't open the bottle of glue. And I'm not knocking teachers here, but this whole, this whole good guy with a gun thing. I mean, uh, I read something a couple of weeks ago here on the show. Uh, somebody, and, and I'm paraphrasing here. So what you what you want is, uh, you know, somebody. You know what? I I have the perfect clip, Bill. I hope you're able to listen to this. Stand by while I play this. This guy nails it in a minute. Take a listen. So I think guns are stupid. You know, some of my buddies are like, actually, if everyone had a gun, we wouldn't have these mass shootings anymore. Because then anytime one happened, you could just pull your gun out and shoot the shooter, end of story. I'm like, okay, let me run this scenario by you. You're at the mall, you're at your local footlocker, picking yourself up a new pair of Nike kicks. Mall shooting goes down. You run, you duck behind the counter, you pull out your pistol, and you think to yourself, oh, that son of a bitch, he came to the wrong mall. Now, here's the problem. First guy to come around that corner with a gun out, 
You're not waiting to figure out whether he's a friendly or the shooter. So you shoot him. Now somebody just saw you shoot him. They have now identified you as the shooter. Now they start shooting at you. This sets off a chain reaction of shooting throughout the mall, turning that place into one giant Call of Duty death match where you're going to have one guy come crawling out of there at the end like, Jesus Christ, really been out there alive. Thank God I had my gun though. <laughs> It's the OJ Corral scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, let's face it. We had, what, 400 cops around Uvalde? And Oh, and let me tell you about that. People down here are hot over that issue. Is that uh, where you are? Are you in that general, are you in that general area? What? I said, what was that? I said, where you live, is that that general area? Well, we're probably about, what, six miles north, or six miles, six hours north oh, of okay. Uvalde. Okay, so. I, go ahead. I mean, people are raising holy hell down here because Speed Racer has gone off on all sorts of issues and everything gone on this and that. Then when they came back with that video that showed these cowards running like F Troop, they yes. said, uh, oh, I was misinformed. I didn't get all the information I needed. Well, you know, when you got your head up your ass, it's hard to it's get hard. information. Well, let me see. What information did you need? Uh, there's a guy with with a military yeah. rifle shooting little big, little kids. I'd say you're pretty well informed at that point. I think you got you all you it. need to know. I mean, let's face it. When when you sign up to be a police officer and they hand you the gun and the badge and the authority that comes with it, it's not, not just so you can park where you want or do what you want or you know yeah. bully your neighbors around you have agreed that you are there to protect the citizens especially the youngest among us the the most helpless i mean I, exactly. my god i don't want to see anybody get shot and killed but dude you signed up for this this is why you got the gun and the shiny piece of tin okay you go in there and you take this son of a bitch out. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have I mean, the information. I, I don't understand how you had so many people there and nobody would do anything. You got nine-year-old kids in there being shot to pieces. Yeah, and you don't even attempt to go in the door. You pussy. That's, That's the best way to put it. I, I don't understand how that entire police force and everybody that was there that day hasn't resigned yet or been fired more to the point. Oh, exactly. Well, and if you've seen any of the uh, stories with the mayor of Uvalde, boy, has he taken it up the ass every time he's gone before the, the people. Yeah. Now, uh, they now, just crucified this guy. Now the police, the po it's, 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 it's not a pretty sight to watch him get up there and be grilled by these people. Now, the police chief, I know he resigned from the city council, which he never actually showed up for. You know, he had just been elected and never showed up for one. Has he been fired yet? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he resigned or if they, they didn't uh, approve him. There was some some little codicil in there, but they, they said he wasn't going to be part of the council. I know what it was. He missed three meetings. That was their that was the thing. He missed. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. He missed three meetings. Hey, 
before we get too far off the subject, Beto here, uh, there is actually somebody that agrees with you, Bill. You, know, you might find this hard to believe, but we we found one other individual here. Uh, are you going to give us a little? Are you going to give us more? I've been a lifelong Republican voter. Actually, voted for Donald Trump. Absolutely, one hundred percent Beto supporter. Um, he's very intelligent. He has well thought out, you know, approaches, and you spend a little time listening to him. Take a little time and listen to what he has to say about these different issues because it's not right or left. It's about Texans, and that's what we need to hear. We don't hear that out of Greg Abbott. just seem to get progressively and progressively far more extreme, far away from the Republican Party that I remembered you know, as a younger person. So I really had to take a hard look at myself, take a hard look at what I believed and, and what I supported, and I just found myself in a position where I could not support that side of the aisle anymore. Uh, absolutely a lifelong Republican voter, and uh, I am voting for Beto O'Rourke for governor of the state of Texas. Yeah, buddy. There you go. Out, outstanding. Well, and it's like, I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys before either. I said, but uh, I was a lifelong Republican when I was able to start voting back in 76. I voted for every Republican down the ballot uh, until Barack Obama. Um, and the problem with this Republican Party is this is not Republican classic. No, uh, this is not the party I grew up with. This is a bunch of dipshits that are in it for power and money. They're not in it for the people anymore. Exactly. And I will never vote Republican again. See, John, but when I say that, John says, well, Ed, you got to give him a chance. You got hell no. And I was never a Republican. I voted Republican because I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. 2016, if John Kasich had been the nominee, I likely would have voted for him. I likely would have gone that I, way. I would have voted for anybody other than well, let's not get into that. I didn't really like Hillary Clinton. I was going to have to learn how to speak Canadian if she got elected. Oy vey, here we go. I was, uh, Bill, I was not I, I was not a big Hillary fan myself. When she got the nomination, I fully supported her, but I, I got to tell, tell you I do too. Uh, I, I just got to tell you that I think that it seemed to me, now I could be wrong here, and that wouldn't be the first time. It seemed to me that Hillary was more concerned about breaking that glass ceiling, which, hey, listen, I have no problem whatsoever with the idea of a woman as president, but it just seemed that that was her main focus, was to break that glass ceiling and be the first woman president. Uh, that that shine wears off quick, Hillary. We need to know what your plans are four years down the road, eight years down the road. I, we want to know what America is going to look like when you're done and you have served your two terms. I disagree with you, John, vehemently. Well, I, but we're not going to get into that now. It's worse than it does now. Because well, I'm not going to argue with you now because we have the young and talented Mr. Fancher here. And I can beat up on you anytime. It, I don't often get to beat up on young Mr. Fancher, who still has who still has that echo. John, do you hear the echo when he speaks, or is it just no, me? No, I do not. Oh, it must be not. okay. I know what it is. Then it's uh, today, 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 today. I consider myself self, self the luckiest man in the world. Let me tell you, on this side, that's funny because there's an echo, and it, it's just that's Lou Gehrig all the way. All the way, but uh, Mr. Fancher, we're going to get into a personal issue here for a moment, sir. When are you going to buy a proper computer or let us get you up on the screen here so you can actually 
maybe. Oh, by the way, thank I'm still above a cup song with string. By the way, thank you for filling in for me uh, that day, whenever it was uh, a few months ago. I, oh, I, not not a problem. I appreciate. <laughs> hey, listen, baby steps here. Baby steps, Ed. I just exactly. had to, I had to talk him down and how to find us on YouTube. Oh Lord, heaven help us. <laughs> <laughs> baby steps you have to understand my, my apologies my apologies i i am uh, uh hey, my, my technology was all in x-ray if it was outside of x-ray my technology did not exist look bill i'll buy you a whole new sleeve of dixie cups and a ball of, of twine so that you can properly uh Hey, at least give him the red solo. Well, well, Johnny will appreciate this. I'm still using the computer I didn't. I had in the office. Oh my God, that was one step above an abacus for Christ's sake! Man. <laughs> it was a Commodore 64, I think, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was the one you were using. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> As much much as I hate to do it, before we get right up on it, we I think we should dump this this loser. I mean, we're gonna have to say goodbye to Bill. No, actually, you know, if you want to hang hang, I want him to hang with us because uh, he might have some commentary on our uh, uh, our feature in our number two if he wants to hang around. Which feature is that? Uh, I have better to do. I, I'm gonna want his commentary on this, so. Uh, Oh, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Our feature, our 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 award-winning feature oh. of our show. Oh, one-hit wonders. Yeah, one-hit wonders. Oh, Hello, yeah. stay with the group. Sorry, sorry. The shiny <laughs> object over there got my attention. I I totally I totally totally get it. Now so, now, Bill. Just so you know, when we go to our break. There's going to be about three minutes of uh, silliness before we come back on the air live. So if you can, either mute yourself or just keep your big trap shut, okay? I got I got the button over here to take care of that. <laughs> I, have, I have the perfect button there. Go ahead, speak as much as you want there, Bill. Say whatever you want to say. Because we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in other words, I'm going to get ganged up on here. Uh, 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 by the way, uh, speaking of speaking of the start of Hour 2, if you're listening to us now, watching us now, uh, we, we lost a great one this week. Vin Skelly passed away. And I was able to track yeah. down a piece of video uh, that uh, it has him reading the speech from Field of Dreams about baseball. And... Uh, in the movie, oh, that'd be cool. I didn't get a chance to hear that. In, so. in in the movie, it's James Earl Jones talking to Kevin Costner, and it, it's a very touching. It, it's and and you know, it's Vin Scully. If you ever watch the baseball game, you. Uh, hey, living in Vegas, I had the pleasure of actually listening to Vin Scully. You got Dodger games. We got Dodger games out there, okay. so that yeah. was, was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I wasn't alive when he was still doing Brooklyn Dodger games. But uh, there's got to be some archive of that. Somewhere. Oh, there is. I'm just saying, but I didn't listen to it live. Dodgers and Giants were already gone by the time I came along. This town wasn't big enough for me and those two baseball teams. Yeah, well, those bums Boy, had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, man. you know, that's what they were called, them bums. Yeah, I know. Oh, look I at you. That. Look at you, a nice reference point. He, uh, he surprises me every week. Hey! Hey, it's the Gong Show! <laughs> all right, well... <laughs> All right. Well, we got more. We got more show here uh, shortly. So uh, stick around. We'll be back shortly. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Radio TFI. You found just killing time with John and Ed. If you can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. while I whip this out. Ray? People will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Oh, of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person, and they'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it's money they have, and peace they lack. And they'll walk out to the bleachers, sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game and it'll be as if they dip themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick they'll have to brush them away from their faces. People will come, Ray. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It has been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, it's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good and could be good again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come.
It's John Shannon, who has uh, been muted. John Shannon, good, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Taxi Stand Hour. Try it again, John. I unmuted myself. You're the one who remuted me. There you go. Anyway, do, you, <laughs> do, do, do your little thing. Do your little thing. Stay with the group. Come okay. on now. Shiny object. Welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, we'll talk about that again, too. That guy, me, I'm John Shannon. Next time I take there that picture, that, next time I take that picture, I'm going to point in that direction. <laughs> In this direction here, over at that guy there, who happens to be at the Radio TFI World Headquarters, the Executive Headquarters in Queens, New York, the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful day. We are graced. We are blessed. We have been, the sun has shone down on our furry little asses, and we have with us today a special the specialist of Ed's guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bill Fancher. Hi, Bill. Yay! Hey, it's not the first time I've been called special. Not, hey, look, I get called special Ed all the time, and I take it as a compliment. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, what's his name there is going to be with us for God knows how long. I've tried to get rid of him in the first hour, but... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was my mic on? Did I say that out loud? I want him to hang around for our, our second sec segment of this uh, uh, half hour or hour, excuse me, uh, known as the Battle of the One Hit Wonders. That would be our third segment. Well, see, one of the things that, that didn't quite catch on here. That birthdays in the Wayback Machine were going to try, I was somehow going to try to mend and mold them all together, but it didn't It didn't ever quite work that How'd way. How'd that work so, out? So are we going to start this or what? Not very, not very well, I got to say, not very well. All right, let's get on the, what do you say we get on the birthdays here? So getting getting into the birthdays here. Uh, now this is uh, a look ahead at this uh, this next coming week here, from the seventh on to the thirteenth. We'll try to get through them here as quick as we possibly now, can. Now, Here's now, John, a couple of John before you go on, now Bill, just so you understand, so you don't step on things here. He says the birthday. I play this, and then if you got something to say, say it. Capish? Oh, 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 okay, fine. In other words, keep my damn mouth shut. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. We, we know that's going to be an impossibility, but we're, we're reaching. Yeah, I, don't see it, I don't see it happen. I'm just trying to keep you in the lane. Okay. All right, moving on here with uh, from uh, today. Hey, Alan Page will be 77 years old. Sure, Bill knows who remembers Alan Page from the uh, days of the Purple People Eaters. I've got my Alan Page number 88 NFL jersey in the closet. 
All right. Uh, quite a bit younger at uh, 47 will be Charlize Theron. Who also Oops, sorry. I'm premature. That's okay. We have another uh, birthday today. Okay. My oldest nephew, Kevin, turns, uh, good Lord, like 38 today. That kills me. Happy birthday, Kevin. That's, by the way, that's Karen's oldest son. Okay. Hard to believe that woman has a, has a boy that old. She has three grandkids, too. Ooh. She loves being a nana. She loves being a nana. Guys, there's no greater right. joy in her life right now. All right, moving on to the eighth, where you remember th this name ought to sound familiar, uh, Jerry Tarkadian. <laughs> remember that? You remember him, Bill? Or Ed? The name sounds familiar. Used to the shark. The shark, the guy that coached the uh, University of Las Nevada. Yeah, UNLV, running Rebels back in there. Was that the guy that, with the towel? Yes. Okay. That's the 92 years old. God bless him. Oh, as Carl. Also, I can't believe this guy is still alive. Uh, Frank Howard, <laughs> the baseball player, first baseman for the Washington Senators back when I was a kid, for Christ's sake. Frank Howard? Now, wait Frank a second. Howard. Is that? Because I saw that name. I was like, that can't be. That's him. That can't. Now, he was also with the Twins when they moved from D.C. No. He wasn't. No. He, no. he didn't make the move to the Twins. No. So. Okay. All right. No, but I remember is specifically having box seats. Uh, along the first baseline and watching him play first base when I was watching the can then Kansas City uh, Royals. I was, if I remember I was right, he game. came to Texas when the range when uh, the Senators moved to to uh, Texas. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. In '72, I believe it was. Right, that's yeah, what I was thinking right. of. That's right. Okay, and one more birthday on the eighth. Uh, by the way, Dustin Hoffman will be 85 years old. Unbelievable. All right, moving on to the ninth, where Sam Elliott will be 78. Unfortunately, I could not find a, an audio thing that would accurately describe his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite, favorite Sam Elliott movie for me, Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, 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 there's no question there. He's just a tired old dude and... He's seen it all. Road weary. That's road weary. And, and still kick some ass. There Absolutely. you go. There you we go. Also on the ninth, uh, Deion Sanders will be 55 yeah. years old. Prime time. All right. I think um, his butt is still on fire from Randy Moss. <laughs> moving on to the 10th, where Rosanna Arquette will be 63. Ugh. Contrary to popular belief, that song was not written about her. I didn't think it was. Also, no. also on the tenth, and on turn, yeah, Antonio Banderas will be sixty-two years old. Oh, hold on a second. I'm having a problem here. <laughs> what else? Is <laughs> what happens when you like dick? Yeah, well, 
I didn't know I liked dick till the other day. Now, I embrace dick. Alright, moving on to the 11th, where had to get it, had to get in the wrestling uh, pick here, where Hulk Hogan, the immortal Hulk Hogan, better known, or also known as T Terry Bolia, will be 69 years old. But it's Donald Trump what you gonna do, brother? When Hulkamania runs wild on you. All right, I'm going to try and play this one more time, John. Be quiet. But as Donald Trump hangs on to the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his other arm, as they sink to the bottom of the sea, thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. He'll know enough to let go of his materialistic possessions, hang on to the wife and kids, dog paddle with his life all the way to safety. No, that didn't happen. Now, do you know what do you know where that speech is from? I think he was doing a I think well it was a Trump promo. A it was a of, it was a promo. It was a promo. Trump hosted a couple of uh, WrestleManias over uh WrestleMania 4. He actually uh, did a couple of them. Yeah, I I only but, know that I only know that because I spent an inordinate amount of time last night trying to find a good Hulk Hogan quote, a nice clean one, and I couldn't. All right. Also on the eleventh, uh, Chris, uh, excuse me, Chris, or Hemsworth. Excuse me, I can't pronounce his Thor, name. Thor, the mighty Thor, the mighty Thor, Thor thirty-nine years old. That's what I looked like when uh, I was thirty-nine. I did. Moving on to the twelfth, I've I've been told that I've adapt I've I've uh, uh, gotten his eyebrows here that I somehow. Uh, that he is a distant relative, but George Soros will be 92 years old. And remember, he's paying for everything. Yes, he is. Yeah, is it in the... We haven't... That hasn't funneled down to us yet, though, has it? I haven't. Not not to the... Are you holding out on me here? No, no. I got 347 floors here. Check hasn't made it to one of them yet. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Just checking up, Bill. Somebody put a uh. mirror... Somebody put up the up to his rolls downhill in Texas. <laughs> hey, here's one. If I, if I told you the name Richard Reed, would you know who I'm talking about? Richard Reed. Well, yes. I'll just say yes because I did. Uh, yeah. No. Wait a minute. There was no other information. No. He was the first, one of the first transgender sex change operations. <laughs> no. 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 He was the shoe bomber. He's the reason we take our shoes off at the airport. There you go. He'll be 49 years old. Won't argue that. Uh, won't argue that point. All right. We've got a couple of them for uh, next Saturday on the uh, 13th. Uh, Janet, who you yelling at, will be 76 years old. And Danny Bonaducci. Yes. He's, <laughs> made, he's made it this far. Eight or excuse me, sixty-three years old. Hello world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. All right, that's the that's it for the birthdays. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. All right, just wheel it out. 
here it is. Here All right. We go. All right. Now, Bill, we're going to do the Wayback Machine now. Now, now, pay attention, sir. Are you with me? Bill? I'm here. All right. Look, we have trouble with this every week. John, you know your job is to pump and stroke the how do you call it. Okay. You copy that? You got that? Bill, we've added a new lever this week to try and try and expedite this. It's in in honor of our former vice president. So I need you to grab onto the dick stick, okay? And just like you're, like you're churning butter. It's like you're churning butter. You grab the dick stick, John. You push and stroke. Are we ready, kids? Let's start a chorus. Come on, push and stroke. Push and stroke. Come on, John. You can do it, Bill. Bill, turn that butter, turn that butter, turn that butter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. Great training, Bill. Great work on the dick stick. <laughs> All right, before there we, you go, thank you. Before we go too uh, far here into the uh, into the wayback machine, I do. I, I was remiss. We were remiss last week because we oh, always sure. look ahead at these things. But uh, last uh, last week, actually yesterday, would have uh, been Lucille Ball's. Uh, Birthday. She was born in 1911 on uh, on August 6th, and we we forgot to pay her homage. I happened to find a little tidbit here that I would like to uh, to uh, show you here real quick. Okay. All right, girls. Now this is your last chance. If one piece of candy gets past you and into the packing room unwrapped, you're fired. Yes, ma'am. Let her I'm home. You got, you got some explaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> well, I want to go to the club. Anyway. Oh, my, my. I think the, actually the most classic Lucy bit, though, was the whole uh, grape stomp in their uh, you episode. Could, you, you could pick anyone out. You could pick out anyone, and, and you're doing just fine as far as Lucy goes. All right. Well, let's get it. Let's get into the machine here where. Uh, we're today on uh, this the seventh uh, in 1782. George Washington creates the Purple Heart Medal. The original uh, name actually was the Badge of Military Merit, as the compa- the uh, commander of the Continental Army. You remember that, don't you, Bill? Yeah, I got a couple of them on my ass. Thanks a lot, Ed. <laughs> I mean, you were there when Washington. Anyway. <laughs> I was there on the river. 
Uh, okay, moving on to the eighth here in 1844. Brigham Young was chosen as the Church of uh, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints following the death of Joseph Smith. And you know uh, what they you know what they say out there in Utah, don't you? Uh, bring them young. If, if you're gonna bring them, bring them young. They also say that too, and I don't have it up here, so I can't do it. I, I don't have an Andy. Actually, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was going to attach that to the Catholic Church, but uh, you. All right, come on, come on. You you read them. I do the funny stuff. Let's move on. Let's remember our okay. place here. In 1945, on the 9th, 1945, U.S. drops the second atomic bomb, bomb Fat Man on Nagasaki, Judge, destroying Park City. I was just going to say, I did my first skydive. boy. <laughs> Without a parachute, mind you. <sighs> uh, moving on to the 10th, in 1960, the Los Angeles premiere of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, starring Ed Van, oh, excuse me, starring Anthony Perkins and Janet Lee. You know, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> I've never seen it either in full. I didn't see it till about ten years ago. I was petrified. Oh, okay. of it. Hitchcock scared the living daylights out of me. I saw the birds on TV. <gasps> oh, that was it for me. I want nothing to do with Hitchcock. I was a little boy. Oh, no, 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 no. I was chased by a bird once. That's not a that's not a fun experience. It sounds like a personal issue. You Ooh. don't run. You weren't chased. <laughs> I was seven years old. I ran, okay? I did do a little running. Clearly and not. Clearly not, a, like me. clearly not enough running. But hey... There, there you go. There you All go. right, moving on here to the 11th, where in 1919, your favorite football team, Bill, the Green Bay Packers Club, was oh, founded God. by George Calhoun and Curly Lambeau, named after sponsor Indian Packing Company. Yeah. Just a few more weeks, kids and kittens. I think it's about five weeks. John and I versus the spread. We'll be back replacing all this dreck. No, we're just going to move it along. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, there's going to be a meeting. I promise you. God bless you. <laughs> all right, moving out of the 12th. Go ahead. Where in 1908, you. Henry Ford's uh, company builds the first Model T car. <laughs> It was actually Ed Van Ness's first taxi cab. <laughs> it was my first. By the way, that was a model. That was a model A horn, but I, I I couldn't find the Model T version, so I figured that's all right. Last but not least, on the thirteenth in nineteen eighty one, the last broadcast of the Waltons aired on CBS TV. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, Beto. <laughs> and uh, uh, good. Good night, Ted. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself.
All right. That's enough of that. All right. That's enough of that. There we go. All right. Well, that does it. Wayback Machine, we can shut her on down. We can shut her on down. Are you ready? Okay. Does everybody, Bill, you got the dick stick? I, I kind of wore it to a nub, but go ahead. Oh. Hey, I've sound. I've driven cars that sounded like that. So I, <laughs> uh, I've had a co-host that sounded like that. Yeah, who? who <laughs> that was when you were talking. That's when you used to do your show in the mirror, right? Well, yeah. So, uh, all right, now, 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 for the fiesta resistance, <clears throat> if you will. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, let's get uh, right into it here uh, with uh, the challenger for this week from 1976. This is Wild Cherry. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Bill, were you being attacked there? No, that was my wife in the background. You were dancing. She was saying, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) He likes dick, too, so. All right, then. And uh, somehow. uh, Poor girl. Vamp vamp for a second there, John. I'm missing something. Well, that... uh... I, I am. By the way, hi, Barb. Oh. Yeah, she walked off already. Sorry. Well, damn it. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to do this the hard way. Uh, well, you're a guy that gets his ass. Venus from Shocking Blue from 1969 now, in our battle of now, the one-hit wonders. Now, before you go any further, I noticed on Twitter as of this morning, it was a dead heat. Now, remember, for those for those of you who are playing along at home, we compile votes from both Twitter and Facebook in the uh, in the uh, Friends of the Taxi Stand Hour oh, section. Boy. Of Facebook. I'm so well. We 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 have a winner. We have a winner, folks. 
Are you ready for this? Oh, I am. Here is your winner. Oh, don't tease me. And new Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion, Wild Cherry. Play that funky music. a couple to tries this week but you did find you finally found a winner here <laughs> I who can't do you hear. pay the royalties to uh <laughs> why do you think we're not why do you think we don't broadcast live on uh, facebook anymore uh ed you're muted yeah. by the way <laughs> i was i was so excited i was so excited i forgot this Oh. Give me the numbers, pal. Give me the numbers. So, as it turns out, it, this was really close. Actually, back and forth uh, through the uh, through the entire week. But as it turned out, like you said, uh, uh, Twitter was a neck and neck vote. But uh, uh, play that funky music uh, picked up a couple more votes in the uh, 
Facebook side of it, and that's how they did it by fifty six percent. Wow! Thank you, thank you, everyone. By the way, we we cut the song short there for two reasons because we have the lovely and and enchanting Bill Fancher with us, and we'd like to spend a little bit of time with him. And I was just so excited to hear the numbers. But what that means is that John Q. Shannon, our young professor, now has. By the way, by the way, this thing has been uh, gathering dust waiting in the wings. Well, considering that I've told you I wanted to replace it about four times now. And you never did, so. I did. I gave you, told you the song I wanted to replace it with. No, you didn't. I did, but we will go with it. We will roll with it just because I'm that type of a guy, mm-hmm. a very sporting, very, you know, and I have a feeling it'll kick its ass, it'll kick, uh, wild cherry's ass anyways but uh we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and roll with it here so here is this week's challenger wonders oh right <laughs> A little song I wrote You might want to sing it Note for note Don't worry Be happy In every life We have some trouble When you worry You make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry Be happy now Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Ain't got no place to lay your head. Somebody came and took your bed. Don't worry. The landlord say your rent is late He may have to litigate Don't worry My phone number. When you're worried, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. Be happy. All right. So there's your challenger from 1988, Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry. Be happy. You know, like I said, even the people not listening to us are are, are jumping off buildings right now. Uh, I, I, I just want to say that if if my choice this week, if Play That Funky Music, White Boy, somehow loses to Don't Worry, Be Happy, I will know that you are a bunch of spiteful bastards. And you're doing this just to, 
tease with me, just to play with me like a kitten with a ball of string. I do that every I'm week. I'm going around buying an AR-15 right now. <laughs> See, John? Which? This, is, this is what causes it. Bobby McFerrin, don't worry, be happy. Exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, in Texas, you can pick up at any uh, uh, corner Woolworth store, as there I understand. You, there so. you go. Not Woolworth, but Walmart. Well, I, <laughs> Walmart, hell, that is... <laughs> So, Bill, you know, days of Kmart, they had a, had a little blue light special on them. So, yeah, Bill, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, Barbara? Like the one in Oakdale. Yep, that'd be the one. Yep, that'd be the one. <laughs> so, Bill, so, Bill, which song did you vote for this week? Which one did I vote for? Yes, sir. That was, the two you just played. No, if I even have to answer that, if I even have to answer that question, no, no, no. The the the, the challenge coming into this week was uh, play that funky music versus Venus. Well, I, I, I think I actually voted for Venus because Wild Cherry ran its course a long time ago for me. It was a one-hit wonder, you dunderhead. They're all one. I understand that, but as a one-hit wonder, it seems to have been in every stinking movie that was ever made back then. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was okay. Fine, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look. You'll be out of here in a couple of minutes, and uh, I don't have to deal with you next week. So that's why. By the way, by the way, I cut I cut the song short this week. Uh, Normally, we play the full version but because young mr fancher is here and uh he's actually met beto is it beto or beto it's beto okay he actually met mr o'rourke in person and had a conversation with him so so we uh we defer to him this week as if because he is the most important part of our program isn't he john well if as long as i let him think that he'll call every once in a while he'll participate every once in a while (laughs) So, you know, see, Bill, the fun, uh, Bill, the fun thing is John doesn't normally look at the screen. So whatever I do, he really doesn't know what I'm doing. So I've been watching the screen the whole time today. I haven't really gone off of it much. Um, so remember the picture, remember the picture we've been flap, we've been flashing uh, on and off here. I, I do uh, every once in a while like to, uh, uh, if somebody does make a a comment where they're trying to poke the bear, if you will, I take an awfully um, big stick to poke that bear. I tell you what, you got it. I so I, it. I got one com. I got one comment. Uh, so uh, that's uh, a garden gnome. That's what a garden gnome looks like without a cap. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. I I like that too. Are you kidding me? That's uh. That that's a fantastic thing. Uh, One earlier cha- asked me, uh, said he doubted that I could float. Are you kidding me? Are you even? Kidding? Oh, you got to remember. You got to remember, man. Natural. Said it years ago. Shit floats. That's right. That's right. Are you kidding? I asked him where he, what kind of wager he'd like to place on that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, yeah, I, I want to take just a couple minutes towards no. the end here. I, no. I, okay, I really don't give a damn if you want to do it or not. Oh. oh, well, in that case, go right ahead. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, no. I want to just take a couple minutes, and I, I really, I really appreciate the commentary. Overwhelming, you know, in my Twitter world, where you know, if I'm lucky, if I get maybe two or three comments on any one particular post I make, uh, you know, I've gotten close to 200 comments on that picture, and overwhelmingly, all of them have been positive. Looks like you're having a good time. Looks like you're having a good. Looks like you're having fun. Couple people made comments about the uh, oh the yeah the farm stand. You know, oh oh the, oh! I was getting to that. I was, I was getting to that. <laughs> you know, most of them were drunk. Well, hey, I I really don't give a damn to tell you the truth. Twitter Twitter knows no different. Twitter cannot tell when you are drunk tweeting. No breathalyzer tests. <laughs> no, but they but they do make a good point. There are a lot of people, uh, quite frankly, who are ashamed or afraid or whatever, afraid of the ridicule. Don't look like don't like what they look like. You think I like looking like? You think I like looking like the fucking penguin? I mean, g- give me. <laughs> Give me a break. You, you, you remember my buddy Rick, right? Yes. Okay. He, they go down to South Padre Island all the time, and I looked at Rick and I go, "Man, don't, do you not get embarrassed sometimes?" He goes, "I look at people say they don't like it. Don't look." Exactly. Exactly. I could care less. I was having a good time. I was, uh, they had a water ball, a volleyball net set up there, so I was playing water volleyball. And you remember, I was, the, how I blew out my knee originally was playing volleyball. <laughs> I was playing volleyball on land and stepped in a gopher hole. That's how I blew out this knee to begin with. So these days, water volleyball, I could do. And I was a beast. I was, I, hey, I was going all uh, Gaylord Fokker on that shit. I'm telling you. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. I tell that, that that was a lot of fun, though. And um, I don't care. You're absolutely right. Most of the overwhelming comments said, it looks like you were having a good time. Uh, who gives a damn what people think and whatnot? And Look, I've never been one who's ever worried of somebody's opinion of me, whether it be my looks, whether it be my attitude. I have never cared. If you like me, eh, fine. We can look, John. The you know the group that we used to run around with. If you weren't getting insulted, we didn't care about you. Well, exactly. That's how that's how it was. I mean, Ed and I and, bar, and it, barb each other every goddamn week. To, it just goes to show you that there are still some good people out there that really, you know, aren't horses' asses. So, I'm, I'm trying to look for some here, right? Now. <laughs> exactly. There's one or two out there. I, you know. By the way, first, right. the, speaking of horses' asses, the first Mister Ed joke gets a kick to the throat. <laughs> Uber. 
kick to the toe. I wasn't going there, but thank you for the visual. (sighs) This is why we don't do guests. This is why. Oh my goodness! No, I tell you, Bill, it's it's been it's been fun. Uh, we'll um, we're gonna have to do this again sometime. But uh, the old guy over here and I are gonna wrap it up for uh, get close, get ready to wrap it up for this week. So uh, uh, you go right ahead. So we will talk to you on the flip side. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us through uh, this hoot and a holler. Thanks, Bill. See you later. Bye bye. Get a real computer for God's sake. <laughs> now, what do you want? What do I want? What do you want? <laughs> Look, you, you, your song lost this week. You, 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 you've. You, I, that's only the second loss you've had, if I remember correctly. I, since we started doing this head to head, it is the, yeah. only the second. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh and I, I don't doubt to be honest with you, I don't doubt I'll have another loss because uh, somebody did uh completely blow off my uh I, I have request. I, I, I really I don't remember any request. That's that's no joke. If if you sent it to me I would have put it together. Uh but I didn't uh you know, it's been sitting there for you know. I know you've does. been just dying. You've been dying to play it. I I, I get it. I, well, under, I don't know I about dying to play it because I got to listen to it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's that double-edged sword. There, it's that. Okay, this is uh, this this is like playing an expansion team. Okay, but you know, but then they turn mm-hmm. into the into the Vegas Golden Knights and make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and uh, and win a game there. So that's a hockey reference that. Uh, some will get, some will not. Anyway, so here we are. We got 15 minutes to go. Uh, where were we before uh, Mr. Fancher so rudely interrupted us? You want to kind of pick up where we were from? Uh... I don't know. Do we? I feel like there was uh, there, there was something else I wanted to talk about, and I don't. I, I, I'm, you know, Fancher has puts my puts my mind in a fog. I'm, you know. All, all, <laughs> I think of Fancher now. All I can remember is that remember saying is that I like Dick Cheney, and uh, and I'm very confused. Uh, you well, know, this is, is kind of humorous. Why don't we go ahead and uh, uh, the good liars are always good to find uh, one or two people here out out in these uh, Trump crowds that. Uh, oh, this is this woman is lovely, lovely. All right, let's uh, let's give this a listen here. What do you think about Anthony Fauci? Oh my God! I can't even believe he made it this far. Uh, no, I just the guy's gone. He's he's in Gitmo. <laughs> so really, who else is in Gitmo besides Anthony Fauci? You know, you got Hollywood there. You've got politicians. You've got elites. The Clintons are there. The Obamas are there. You know, um, it goes on and on. I don't want to be the one to sit here and, and misquote somebody or say something, but you don't it, want to say know. anything irresponsible. Exactly. The funny thing as, Go ahead. As she's clutching her red hat like it was her second yeah. grandchild. What what's funny is that and I've seen that clip before. Uh it's not a new clip, but I've seen it before and every time I watch it I think the same thing. Does she know what Gitmo is? I don't think she does. 
I don't think she does either. I don't think she has the first clue what it is. It's as usual. It's a word she heard and will not have it properly defined for her and doesn't understand it's not really a word. It's more of an acronym and it's an actual place in Cuba. I don't think she gets that. And uh, so all of Hollywood is there. Well, that's uh, all of Hollywood. You know. oh, that's they, they they filmed they did film the new uh, the second uh, Top Gun movie in Gitmo. They did. Well, there you go. And that and that was just the cover to get everybody you know over there. And no, that, no, that's right. Nobody knows the difference. And uh, but I will say this: going back on a completely off topic, it was good to have Mister Fancher with us. Uh, I really wish he would get a real computer so that we could put him up on the big screen here and and I could take uh, take a week off here and there and you two can well do. it's it's like I told you it's all with time baby steps here yeah. I just got him just got him to start using the knowing where YouTube was mm-hmm. and how I, to access on YouTube I appreciate that I appreciate that well uh, you know I'll give it about another year, and he'll be he'll be ready to. <laughs> what use Chrome? He'll be, ready. <laughs> he'll be ready for the big time. Oh, I I'm I'm, I per- I'm personally excited. It's uh, it's uh, it's not. You know what? As I'm looking here on the list, uh, one thing about that Lucy clip that bothered me. What's that? It was the colorized, colorized. version. Yeah. I'm not yeah. blaming you for that, for a change, but uh, it, it just, I don't know. The I Love Lucy stuff, it's black and white, and that's what it should be in period and, you know, end of story. It's, I agree. Uh, it, 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 it's, uh, you know, the Ricardos have one of those apartments that made absolutely no sense, if you think about it. When you when you didn't see the kitchen, it made sense, Okay. Rooms right next to each other. That's pretty common in New York City. But when you look at where the kitchen was, and there was a door, which was pretty much even with the front door. There's no way, no kitchen in New York City has that, has that kind of door, especially in a, it's a very similar angle to Happy Days. When they rearranged the set, like the second season of Happy Days, the front door and the back door are almost exactly in the same place. Or the kitchen door. You know, and uh it it made Shut no it made no sense logistically. Not unlike the uh, Brady house, which by the way, six six kids sharing a bathroom, no toilet in there. Mike Brady, what kind of architect are you? What are you really building? Why would you build a house with that many rooms and only one bathroom without a toilet, mind you? He thought to build Alice a room. With a toilet. I'll bet Alice had a toilet. I'll bet her and Sam the Butcher didn't have to uh, run outside to the backyard wherever they buried Tiger, the dog. Do we know Do we know that? Do we know that she had a toilet? I kinda I gotta say I gotta say a very cautious yes. I believe yeah. I believe she would have had a toilet. I don't believe he ever really cared about any of the kids, whether they were his or not. Uh that's well, that's just my take on it. 
according to the rest of them, it was Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So well, they, look, he, he might have cared a little bit too much about Marsha. Oh no, he would have cared he more about. Him. He would have cared more about Greg. Oh. Oh yeah, no. Robert Reed was. Uh, oh, was he? I didn't know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's not a bad thing. Not a bad I thing. I did. I not know. And I should not make fun of the dead, the gay, and uh, accusing them of pedophilia. That's just wrong on so many levels. I take it back. I will accept my cards and letters. If you know where to send them, I'll take them. Now, let's see. What was that address again? Send your cards and letters to Radio TFI Executive Tower, 347-story building in Queens. It'll get to me. You don't even need a zip code. And remember, they'll know what it is because we just moved the building a couple of months ago. By the way, speaking of move, uh, so last night, for some reason, I was looking up at the ceiling in my apartment. I've been here, what, two months now? And I'm really... Re- yeah, yeah. June 6th. Two months? June 6th, I moved in. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the first night I was here. Uh, but I'm realizing... Whenever they redid this, uh, what shoddy workmanship. The ceiling's only half painted. Light fixtures are not flush with the wall. Uh, light switches are not flush with the Oh, man. And don't get me wrong. It's a nice-looking place. And one of these days, I will have the camera tour when I finish putting everything away, which could be another year. It could be a Still while. got boxes that are half unpacked. Huh? Oh, sitting right next to me. As we speak. It took me two months to get that gosh darn map up onto the wall. That'll that'll sit there. I have a bookshelf that's empty behind me that sat in storage for years and I have I actually have books. I actually have books. But I have to decide where it's gonna go and right a now. A lot of people have books, it's whether or not you read them is the other Well, I've read them all. Some people some people have books just as as decoration. They have a library. Yeah, they ha- yeah decoration. They they have a library, but yet they've never read any of the yeah. books in their library. No, I have a what a three four shelf bookshelf. It's a small little thing, but uh, most there are a few of the books in there that I have not read. There was one, two books actually, two books on Hitler, Hitler biography, that I gave to my buddy Harry because he shared a birthday with Hitler, April twentieth. And uh, I gave them to him one year. When he passed, uh, uh, that was one of the things is, you know, his mom said, hey, hey, do you, do you want those books? I said, yeah, sure, why not? You know, there were a couple things that I, that I uh... anyway, so yeah, so I do have a few books I haven't read and eventually I will get to them. But uh, right now, not so much. I haven't read a book in a couple of years and I miss it. I miss it. Oh. Folks, let me, as we're getting ready to kind of set the, do the sunset on uh, this particular show for this, this week, I want to, I want to be serious for a little bit if I, if I can here. Oh boy. Um, well, here's the deal. One of the things that we were, that we brushed on here ever so briefly is, uh, uh, MTG and the uh, resembling and and some of the other John uh, whack John there's a, pull your boom up just a little bit no no the uh, the microphone this one no this one 
There you go. There. Yeah, much right. better. Much better. Okay. Uh, look, this is getting to be where this is no joke anymore, folks. It, it really isn't. I mean, some of these people, I call them wackadoodles because they are. They're 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 freaking crazy. They are so freaking crazy. It's not even funny. But the fact of the matter is, is that somewhere, somehow, somehow, there are people out there that support Trump, MTG, uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, the list goes on and on of people like this. And if these people are allowed, if these, the Republicans are allowed to take power after the 2022 elections, I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to fearmonger here. I'm telling you there is a good possibility that we will not have an election in 2024. You don't vote in the midterm. There may not be a presidential election in 2024. I'm sorry if that sounds a little drastic, but I'm just I'm just looking at all the possible scenarios that could happen uh, if the Republicans wind up taking over the majority. You will, they will find they will try to find they'll find some BS. Uh, uh, something to try to tie President Biden into, whether or not it, uh, it it has anything to do with Hunter, they'll find a way to uh, they'll find a way to impeach him. They'll find a way to uh, remove him from office, and without as much as an election, they will find a way to instill the orange shitbag back into the White House. And yes. once he's back into power, there will be no election. He will be in office until he dies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once he gets installed, uh, I mean, Indiana just passed a uh, an abortion, abortion law that is just medieval. And uh, this is, this, if this is what you want, kids, remember, you all wanted Uber a few years back. See how that's worked out? There's a reason these people lie, cheat, and uh, exactly. look. We we've said it before. Bill uh, Bill Fancher alluded to it earlier. These people do not want to govern; they want to rule. They want power. Okay, and once they get in, it's going to be they're like roaches. You may get some of them, but you're never going to get all of them. And uh, vote blue. Vote blue. Vote whatever whatever it takes for you. Look, for one or two cycles, we're going to have to vote heavy and hard to get them out. Okay? And clean out. the the Look, we got rid of some Madison Cawthorn. We got to get rid of MTG and all that. And if the state of Georgia elects Herschel Walker as a senator, well, you'll wish Sherman came back and set Atlanta on fire again. That would be pleasant compared to what's going coming your way. And with that, it's 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 time. Uh, hey, it's been a fun it's been a fun couple hours. Time has kind of flew by this week. 
uh, we're happy you joined us. You joined us. Thanks again, uh, Bill Fancher, for hanging out with us here for uh, the show. We'll do this again next week, I promise. Until then, for Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I got the money. Fleo! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.